Café. Anyway. Hey. Mike's Daily Podcast. Welcome to FF episode 2732. Hello, it is Mike Matthews. And this is a show that's called Mike's Daily Podcast. It's lasted a long time. You would think I would have millions of listeners, but I don't because I am a prisoner to doing this podcast. I have to do this forever because of something I did long ago I can't tell you about, and I will never tell you about it. Okay, I stole a cookie. I stole a cookie from... Mike's Daily Podcast. Billy Litcha. Billy Litcha. He had a cookie, and I stole it from him. Sorry, Billy. Mike's He was so nice. Daily I shouldn't have stolen his... Podcast. Cookie. Yeah! But it's good to be on the show today because I missed one. I apparently got... Occasionally, I get waylaid. I get delayed. I get preempted. I get... <laughs> I, I get distracted. I just... I, something takes my... I get interrupted is what happens. So I want to get back to you and do this wonderful podcast. Now, we're going to find out some interesting things. This is a therapeutic vacation, vacation from the news cycle, but you're still going to learn stuff. It's going to be great. We're at Cafe anyway. The last place on Earth, somewhere in Podcastro Valleymont. Now, I mentioned this guy, Billy, when I was a kid. Well, he and I played sports. And I would always be, I would never get to be the quarterback. He always got to be quarterback. I had to be like center. I had to hike the ball and then try and stop all those guys from crossing the line of scrimmage. And that's all I remember about football. But, and it was flag football. But youth sports is a multi-billion dollar business, did you know? While prof- professional leagues, such as the NFL and National Basketball Association, generate billions in revenue, youth sports aren't exactly a small fry, even though they were... And here's today's podcast picture. Small fries. Ooh, I did not get to have any fries at this place. But you will see this wonderful place in the podcast picture, MikeSaleyPodcast.com. It's called Almanac Brewing Company. I... I'm giving it a plug and I'm not going to give it a slug because my friend Kevin addendum with Kevin works there and I did buy a $25 burger there a big that had arugula on it that wonderful arugula lettuce and what was that what was the big thing oh it had bacon and it had blueberries I know the late great Basil the boxers like that doesn't work why would you have blueberries and burger? Is it a blueberry burger? What's going on? But then to counterbalance that, there was some blue cheese, Basil. The late, great Basil, the boxer who enjoyed Kevin and enjoyed food. And that is where I was when I took this picture. See it at MikeSillyPodcast.com. And my friend Kevin decorated all that, all those decorations you see in the very happy holidays type of year thing for Christmas. Yeah, I tried to, well, you know, this burger, it, it was amazing. It, you know, brioche bun, it's got to have a brioche bun so they can rack up the price past 20 bucks. No fries, which is crazy because it's over 20 bucks. 
And why don't there's some other ingredient that was in that? that no, you know what? It'll come back to me. But here's the thing. I, what is it with people these days? We get so comfortable with texting each other to the point that now we can lecture someone with a text. I call it texture. Yes, when you texture someone. I had uh, somebody lectured me via text the other day and I was reading it going, what? You gotta be kidding me. This is all right. Okay. And you know, I'm not gonna respond. Well, immediately when you're lectured, you know, there's somebody trying to tell you something. Maybe you did something wrong and you're trying to, okay, I understand. All right, I won't do it next time. Thank you. But dang, you can't really do that with a texture. <laughs> it's, it's uh, okay, you respond back with just okay or a thumbs up. Or in my case, it's a white hand thumbs up. And that's, because I, I don't know how to change it. Danger, Will Robinson. Danger. That's, that explains a lot, I think, about me. But that is... That's what I had Was the blueberry burger At this place I've said the name many times And I'm saying it many times Because I'm trying to remember There's one other ingredient On this thing That was really bizarre Is, is that why you're bald Mike? <laughs> was it okay. worth over 20 bucks? No But there were Right across the street In this little place This little part of Alameda That used to be a navy base It's been decommissioned And they've got All this space and in one of the areas, there's a soccer field. And there were a bunch of kids doing soccer. It was a Saturday afternoon. So, yeah, Little League, youth sports. The youth sports market captures $37.5 billion globally with an estimated 60 million young athletes involved. The NFL made revenue of nearly $12 billion in 2022 in its main market. So... 37 billion versus 12 billion you can see it's uh big three times the size of the nfl the average parent in the u.s shells out 883 dollars a year for one child's sports commitments and many families pay much more in total parents cough up 30 billion dollars to 40 billion dollars annually for youth sports you parents out there whom i Absolutely am impressed by How do you do it? Oh because you love them You love those little childrens And you want them to get all that energy out That's what I'd be doing Get the energy out Go play Give it your all Team Snap A sports management app platform Is buying Mojo Russell Wilson as a partner The biggest reason kids drop out of sports Is that it's not fun Mojo Sports launched its platform in 2021, fully decked out with 21st century coaching material and virtual player cards and photo library for the players to make it more fun. As we go outside a cafe anyway, where we bring in Mike's Daily Podcast somewhere in Podcastro Valley, Mont. Anyway. The last place on earth. That would, in fact, help with camaraderie. The main attraction is its live game streaming, a service that lets parents watch grandparents watch their grandkids games from across the country that's right i was talking to someone hey good looking we'll be back to pick you up later over there at canyon's barbecue my lovely lady friend and i went there 
last weekend. Not to give them a plug. I'll give them a slug, too. They, they're too expensive. But they got a lot of interesting beers there. But my lovely lady friend and I were there. I remember somebody working there was watching her son because she was commuting all the way from Reading down to Podcastro Valley to work. She'd work in Podcastro Valley during the week and then go back home to the kids and the husband. So she was watching the kids, the kid playing a basketball game. This was a year ago. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I remember how stressed I was a year ago. Oh, you need to go back and listen to the podcast from last year because that was some crazy stuff. Mike was going through a lot. But yeah, the commute from Reading to Podcaster Valley is over four hours. Hey, I know I am never going to have a million followers on Instagram, even though my pictures are pretty cool, my podcast pictures, which you can also see at mikesdailypodcast.com. And I know I'll never have a million followers on Facebook or YouTube and certainly not TikTok because I don't even have an account on TikTok. I refuse to unless they do a desktop version and I will do it, but I'm not going to have it on my phone, even though the latest app I found on my phone. And this is giving too much of my personal information to Google yet again. But yet I have a already have a Google leaning phone because it runs on the droid system. But they've got this thing now. They're moving Google podcasts, which you can find Mike's Daily Podcast on Google Podcasts. But they're going to move it all to YouTube music. And at first I'm like, oh, why? I hate change. I'm over 50. I hate change. But then I realized I started playing with it. And it's amazing. <laughs> I'm giving them a plug and I may give them a slug at some point, but the, the slug really goes to Google podcasts because that all I want. In fact, I'm wearing a stitcher shirt today. I'm going retro, even stitcher, even though stitcher is gone, but they were very cool. When I uh, reached out to them, they invited me over. I got to check out their facilities when they used to be there. I think it was off market street in San Francisco and they took me on a tour, gave me a bunch of bumper stickers and a t-shirt. And then they invited me to this party later where they had pizza. And I got to meet some famous podcasters. And they invited me also to a podcast of, uh, what was it, like a contest. It was a award show, which I think they did only one year. And nobody, <laughs> the only people that showed up were podcasters. And they're all like, why didn't I win? Why did that guy win? Mm. So they ended that and Stitcher ended everything. They're done. They got dissolved, absorbed by Pandora and Sirius XM. But what I remember as I'm wearing this Stitcher shirt is that I just, I don't have that thing that attracts people. I don't have that ultra conservative or liberal viewpoint that attracts a type of because that's what you got to do. You have to have extreme views or you have to be one thing like, oh, I'm the cottage fairy. I write books and I talk really softly and I show beautiful pictures of the snow and my ever growing pregnant belly and all the books that I read and the wonderful pets that I have. The cottage fairy. Or you got to be in a fashion 
and or you got to be a cook or you got to have some talk about sports, 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 or religion or something else. Just big money. This is how I made a billion dollars. That kind of thing. I don't have that. I'm not going to be that. But I've always believed that if you stick to what you are and if you really know what you are and who you are and what you do, and if you do that, keep your eyes on your own paper, you will have success. That was what did it for Jeff Goldblum. In fact, that's where I got that bit of advice. He had that in some newspaper article years ago or Rolling Stone, but that's what it takes. So get out there and play, kids, and play fair. Oh, by the way, next year is going to be a Fed cut, Fed rate cuts. Uh, they're going to, their decision comes as inflation dropped to 3.1% year over year. Uh, so since last November, inflation has dropped 3.1%. Does that mean that prices are going to go down? No. Somebody said the following. They go, yeah, prices went up in an elevator. They're going to come down on the stairs. They hit the highest levels in decades at over 9% in the middle of last year, if you forgot about that. So it come down 3.1% since then. The Federal Reserve is done raising interest rates and admitted they are likely to cut 75 basis points in 2024 if not more so what is going to happen is savings accounts and cds those are not going to do so well savings cds money and market money market accounts yields are good yields are as good as they're going to get right now they're going to start to lower not going to be making as much money on your bank accounts mortgages Mortgage rates have dropped from 8% to 7% and should be able to go down to 6% over the next year. It's a trap! So that's a good thing if you're in the market to buy a house or get some kind of loan. Stock and bond investors, the lower rates are beneficial for stocks, making them look like a more attractive investment in comparison to bonds and fixed income investments like CDs. So investing will get bigger or will return better. And people that are borrowing money and getting loans, student loans, credit cards, personal loans, auto loans, loan, lonely, I'm so lonesome, I could die, or whatever else you might need to borrow for, all that loaning, loan, 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 loan. loan. That's good. It's going to be better for that. The U.S. federal government is also going to do better because the national debt is near $34 trillion. A pause in rising rates will at least temporarily relieve some of the pressure on the borrowing costs that the federal government is going through. Whether you realize it or not, that's what they're going through. Mm -hmm. Moderna Merck vaccine with Keytruda is cutting the risk of skin cancer melanoma in half, they say. So that is a thing that I've known people, especially here in California, who've had that, and it's no fun, and it's, uh, it's very stressful. So that is a good thing. 
in that world, but I don't want to say the word vaccine too much because we'll check out the last podcast and you'll hear what happened when that ha- last occurred on this podcast. Mm-hmm. That, that particular occurrence. 17% is the percentage of people that are on TikTok almost constantly, but that is between the ages of 13 and 17. 17% of them are on it constantly. That's so bad. But I guess when I was a kid, I was constantly watching Saturday morning television. I don't know what good that was for me, except for the schoolhouse rock stuff that taught me things. That was good. The colorful candy that would have made Wonka proud, they're called Nerds, is set to run its first ever Super Bowl commercial in February. Nerds retail sales have skyrocketed from 50 million to 500 million. This is uh, since 2019. Wow. So now they got the money to do a Super Bowl ad. Yes, that's on its way. And then there is the new Doritos liquor. Not a gin, rum, or whiskey, more of a malt, the limited edition bottle of Empirical and Doritos Nacho Cheese Spirit is set to sell for 65 bucks because people will pay that because they're, the people with that kind of money are like people like me that are dumb and really enjoyed eating Doritos nacho cheese when they were kids. Nearly twice the average sum of super premium vodkas. And chefs apparently love it. Huh. That's interesting. That all came from Rob Black, and I produce his podcast, The Rob Black Show. He's on live weekday mornings on AM 1220 KDOW. He's also doing television on Cron in the Bay Area in the 9 o'clock hour, Monday through Thursday. Okay, and one other bit of thing, because, hey, we got to be somewhat controversial on this podcast, don't we? I heard that uh, Nikki Haley is doing pretty good. The Haley Moment of the Week. What was that all about? (laughs) Mike is awesome. Oh, what? So we were talking about how Harvard president Claudine Gray, Claudine Gay, rather, (laughs) she... She was going to lose her job. Now, apparently, she's keeping her job after disastrous and discriminatory testimony to Congress last week. This according to Katie Pavlich. Hi there, Mike. How are you? Gay also won't be published for rampant plagiarism found by reporters and is asking for corrections. The National Review says the university has made an exception to its own rules by allowing Gay to update her decades-old work so that it comports with the academic standards to which she should have adhered to at the time of their publication. Why are we witnessing this Herculean lift on Gay's behalf? Because unlike Magal, that was another one of those presidents that was testifying, Gay represents the full flowering of the voguish progressive commitment to social justice activism. The sacrifice Gay to her critics would be to indict the whole project is what they're saying over there at the National Review. And Ukrainian President Vladimir Zelensky found a sympathetic but unmoved audience on Capitol Hill 
with the Republicans. This according to the Wall Street Journal. This was a week ago. He made a personal appeal for more money and weapons to bolster his forces in their war against Vladimir Putin's Russia. Many lawmakers of both parties support tens of billions of dollars in new aid to Kiev, but House and Senate Republicans are demanding a crackdown on crossings at the southern border as a condition for their votes. A step that Democrats have rejected. But hey, I need some more money. Give me some more monies. I need monies. That's uh, what I don't know who I was doing an impression of. But somebody needs some more monies. Okay, and then over here in this part of the globe, San Francisco Supervisor Dean Preston claimed the city's homelessness problems were, quote, absolutely the result of capitalism and it was counterproductive to arrest people openly doing drugs. This is Dean Preston. His District 5 includes the Tenderloin District. Oh, the Tenderloin District. I'm sorry, Dave. I'm afraid I can't do that. That makes everyone's loins tender because it is not, it makes everything tender there. Don't go to that place because it is just, it, it's total dystopia. An area known for its open air drug market, nearly half of the city's homelessness, pop, homeless population, they're not home full. They're homeless, lived in this district uh, last year. What is the matter with you? Nearly half. The Democratic Socialist Supervisor argued his district was particularly affected by homelessness because of the country's economic structure. Of course, he's going to say that because, well, he's a socialist. So I think what you're seeing in the tenderloin is absolutely the result of capitalism and what happens in capitalism to the people at the bottom rungs. The local leader reportedly remarked in a new documentary. And that is going to be seen, I guess, on a platform called Unheard. And that's heard as in like a herd of cattle. Okay. And then the Daily Mail says that Dean Preston, the supervisor representing District 5, has also been very open about his support for the defund the police movement i think we have a very very bloated police budget all kind of waste in the police department i mean i could cut a hundred million dollars out of the police department he said okay and that's another reason why i will never park my car anywhere in san francisco i will get the heck out of san francisco as quickly as possible because the idiots like that who don't want to have any sort of protection and think it's all going to work it's just total anarchy is what it turns into we've seen it and we were talking about the story recently about how other people, more s- smart-minded folk, are cracking down. Otherwise, who's going to ever go to San Francisco anymore if their car is going to be broken into? Carpetbagger does a YouTube channel. I don't watch it anymore because I was getting a little too addicted to it. But when he visited San Francisco, car got broken into and they stole a croc. Not both of his crocs, just one croc. And in his laptop and a bunch of other stuff. But this is going to keep happening if they don't crack down on it. Yep. Just uh, common sense. Living around here, you notice common sense things. And that's one of them. Okay, look who's here outside a cafe anyway. Somewhere in Podcastro Valley, Mont. Hello, Michael Marshall. It's Madame Rudebega. All of that was very interesting. Ooh. Do you like going to San Francisco? Yes. Do you like having your car broken into? Yes. Do you like the tenderloin? No. Oh, okay. 
Well, see, if you got, uh, if you kind of think like she does, you would enjoy visiting San Francisco. Because at some point your car will be broken into. It's the play, it's the little the gift that it offers. A little Christmas gift. Look who else is here. Hello, dear Mike. This is Valentino, the parking attendant. And this is Bison Bentley. Do you know that? Mike, we was listening to the podcast because we're out here and we heard you need a million followers. D. Yeah, a million followers. Do you know that? Yes. And that's not going to happen. And I see you're both shaking your heads. It's yes, it's true. Don't no. No, I don't need your pity. Thank you. Okay. But we'll just keep doing this podcast, all right? And if you're along for the ride, that's awesome. Because you'll learn some things, and maybe I'll learn some things too, and we'll become smarter together. The next show, it'll be the wonderful Shelly Shuhart, Floyd the Floor Man, John Deere the Engineer. If you want to see a movie and you want to be absolutely perplexed, that is exactly what I was, because I watched the new Wes Anderson movie called Android City. Uh, it's beautifully shot as all Wes Anderson movies that every every camera angle every every shot is got so much thought and artistry behind it but it is bizarre and the plot goes nowhere and it, at the end of it you were like what I think I was entertained I'm not sure that's probably what people say at the end of this podcast but if you want to see a cast of a zillion actors including Margot Robbie Yes, Barbie herself, she's in it. And of course, Jason Schwartzman has to be in it because it's a Wes Anderson movie and it was co-written with uh, Roman Coppola, Francis Ford Coppola's son. So, right? yes, that's all I got to say about that. That's, uh, wow. So I, I spent the time watching that. What did you think of it? Did you see it? What movie or TV show would you like to uh, strongly say is good? Let me know in the comments. No, don't do that. Because that's what everybody says. Everybody says that on their shows. Just tell me in the comments. Nobody ever looks at the comments. So why don't you just call me here at this number? Call Mike at the Cafe Anyway hotline. Area code 510-228-4640. And with more ways to reach me, it is a friend. Mike's Daily Podcast is written and produced and performed by Mike Matthews. His podcast is super easy to find. Download or listen to his show and read his blog at mikesdailypodcast.com. Email Mike now at mikesdailypodcast at gmail.com. See you tomorrow. Bye.